Okay, Shalom Aleichem, hello. Today is Tuesday, and it's Chav Beis Kislev, Hey Tov Shin Pei Dalet. Tonight we start saying Saint Amat Levracha, and I'm in California, right? Over uh, the weekend I was in London. Now I'm in California, Farte Bedevelt. My brother's Ogazunzayin had Rabbi Nachmanel Baltiel and his Balabas his Rebbe's making a chasene, and uh, I'm in LA. And um, I have a little time. So I wanted to do a mimer class. So you see the hotel room, this is a background, but it's a background. At least it's clean and neat. And um, I want to make the shir l'schus of my niece and her chasen, who's to be my nephew, Mitz Hashem, on the occasion of their wedding, there should be a binyan adayad, ubebracha, ubatzlacha, ubebrias, ubepedis, ubepedis. So the chassan's name is Meir Halevi Medleya, and the Kala's name is Chaya Mushka Bas Krena. They wish to baglikin with the best eleven, with the gishmakst eleven, with the ruikst eleven, with the fullst eleven. Of course, in order for that to be true, you have to have the Adam Amol Yulad. You can't sit back and relax and enjoy the show. If we sit back and relax and enjoy the show, the job is not only boring but stale. So the Ebesh is a bench, based on the koyachet that the Ebesh gave him and the expectations that the Ebesh has of them and so forth and so on. And they should be blessed with the best life. I heard once from Label Zisman, all of Shalom, the author of I Believe, which is a book that I strongly encourage people to read, especially young people. They came from the Holocaust. He was probably 15 maybe 16, when they came from the war. Uh, he lost his father, he lost his mother, he lost his sisters. He lost everything. He had his brother, Betel, and they're both Alei and Mashalem. And uh, they came to this country, and uh, they were not just physically, materially destitute, they were spiritually broken people and had to recreate themselves in the post-Holocaust world, as we all understand. So his brother, Betel, got married right away. I don't know, Tufshin Yud, you know, if he got married much later, Tufshin Yud, Tess. By the time he got married, he already had Smiche, and he said to us that when he took Smiche, the Rosh Hashiva gave him a really tough test. In those days. And he went off to school and he became a, uh, an academic. He was, I don't know if he was a professor, but he was certainly an undergraduate degree in mathematics and physics. I think for a while he actually taught uh, mathematics and physics in university, meaning he had a, a very high level degree in, in the areas of mathematics and physics. He was a very, very smart guy. And he went into the Rebbe with his kale for the chasana. And the Rebbe told him the following words. Which means you're a mathematician. Calculate for yourself a good life. You're a mathematician. Calculate for yourself a good life. Now, I don't know the meaning of that statement. It's it's a little bit of bracha, and a little bit, it's a hero, it's an instruction. And in either score, it's hard to understand. What does it mean, you're a mathematician, so you can calculate a good life? First of all, life is not up to us, it's up to the Ebishter. 
And second of all, if a person is going to calculate for himself a good life, how is it connected to math? It's connected to Tayyid of Yiddah. So there's a kafana, and there's certainly an intent of the Rebbe in this. He wasn't just saying a like vetli, he wasn't just being cute. There's a meaning behind it. And I don't know what that meaning is, but the thought that I have is that save, call, save. In the end, the life that we have and the life that we live comes from Hashem. He determines what we're going to have. You know, everything is a big mother says, all the important things that happen to a person except are predetermined on high. So we're not in control. Nebishter runs our life, Nebishter runs our world. But there's the cheshben, there's the plans that we make, there's the anticipation that we have. There's the thought we put into our lives, which are all reasonable things that can be equated to math in the sense that they're measurable, that they're fin finite, and you can quantize them. In the final analysis, the bracha comes in the ebishter, the slacha comes in the ebishter. But the cheshben that we make can contribute to the efficiency of those brachas. Like it's brought in the Kuntas of Mayan from the Zehar about Panosa, Hai, Tikla, the Stachras Kamei, there's a wheel of fortune that spins. If it spins to the right, there's more bracha. If it spins to the less, it's less bracha. And the Rebbe Rashab discusses in more than one place in the Kuntas of Mayan how the Panosa we have depends on our Avoida. And if we had a good Rosh Hashanah and a bad year, so there are other events that happen later that the rain comes, but it comes in the wrong time and in the wrong place. And if we had a bad Rosh Hashanah and a good year, so the little bit of rain which we earned on Rosh Hashanah comes, but it comes in a maximally efficient way. And in this respect, there's a cheshben. In this respect, there's room for us to calculate our lives. So we wish the chosen kala, the takenat mathematicians, and make good kalim for the bechas havaye hitashir, or bechas havaye hi, tizra, ve titzmach, ve tifre, ve tirbe, begashmis, abaruchnis, makul, mikul kel, and all the good zachin, larich asad, and tevis, which bring themselves nachas, which bring their parents nachas, which bring the ebisha nachas, which bring the rebbe nachas, like the famous lotion that the rebbe told once to. Uh, Reb Zalman, Posner Olav Shalom, married the daughter of Rabbi Kazanowski Olav Shalom. So of course, Shalom Posner and Zalman and Reb Zalman and Kavanovsky were Yishvam Nachsidim and the Fiyadik Rebbe, and they made a shidduch between their children. So the six of them went into the Fiyadik Rebbe, they say it's the father and the mother of the Chassan, Rebbe and Rebbe, Rabbi and Rebbe Posner, who are living in Pittsburgh, the father and mother of the Kale, Rabbi and Rebbe Tzinkadonovsky, who lives in Borough Park, and then the Chosen Kale. And the Rebbe said to them, Which means he said to the Chosen Kale, you should have Nachas from one another. And then he said to the parents, you should have Nachas from the two of them as a collective. And I should have Nachas from all of you. And the same brachas apply always. That the chosna and kala should have nachas one another, and their parents should have nachas from the two of them, and the rebbe should have nachas from everybody. Now, part of the reason I'm itching to teach a maimer today is because I was away in London for the weekend, and I did not have a chance to record any chesidus. But, so the last maimer I taught from Lama Dalad, 1973-74, which is we were holding with Yitzhak Kislev, and Shabbos after Yitzhak Kislev and I decided to interrupt Lamedalad and do Yudshvat. Because I always get early requests for the memorandum of Yudshvat. Memorandum of Tavshin Memdalad, for better or for worse, are up. So I have to do the memorandum of Chavdalad. So I started already weeks ago preparing. 
And um, I've learned through the Maimadam three times, although the last part of the Maimad I only learned twice, I have to still finish it, but I'm certainly ready to give one sheet on the Basi Lagani this afternoon. I, I probably can give two, maybe even three. So first of all, in Tavshach of Dal, the Rebbe said three Maimadam, all Basi Lagani, one on Friday night, which was not a part of a fabrengen. The Rebbe just came into Kabbalah Shabbos, came into Maidiv. They said the Kabbalah Shabbos lachal lechadoidi. Then the Rebbe went from the front of the shul to the place where he fabrengen, and he sat down. And I don't even think he sang a nigan. He sat down and he started right away. Bossy legani achesikali said a maimer. As soon as the maimer was finished, the Rebbe got up, went back to the front of the room, and finished Maidiv. And then, of course, all night long, the bacher mechazed the maimer. The next day, Shabbos Yotzvat. The Rebbe said the Maimon again. It's basically the same Maimon. But it came along with a prefix which is about four pages long. The prefix begins with the word Sitkas Pirzene Yisrael, which is how the Maimon begins here in this Kuntras. And then Matzai Shabbos Kedish was the big Fabrengen of Yudshvat when there was a microphone and people came from all over. There was not a hookup yet, but at least it was on a mic so people could hear the Rebbe and, and so forth. And the Rebbe said the same Maimon a third time. Now we know of a number of occasions, especially Yudshvat, when the Rebbe repeated the same Maimon. In great, in great proximity, one time after another, basically the same with very small variations. This is particularly common to the Mamadam Basri Lagani. But for some reason, we don't have the Hanukkah of Friday night or Shabbos day. Meaning to say, ultimately, the Mamadam are very similar, but they're not identical. When the Rebbe says a Maimed, it comes back the next day and says, quote unquote, the same Maimed is going to be Shinoyim. And then it comes like Masah Shabbos. It says the Maimed a third time. This again going to be Shinoim. But we don't. We were not zayicha to have Hanochas of all three versions. We have several things. Number one, the Maimed Basel Lagani from Masah Shabbos Kaidish. We have there's a tape. Although I'm listening to the tape and there's a few seconds missing in the middle because I have to change reels. It looks like we have the tape of the Maimed Masah Shabbos Kaidish, which is the Maimed Basel Lagani we have. Number two, the Shabbos afternoon Maimah did not begin with the words Basilagani. The Shabbos afternoon Maimah began with the words Sitkas Pizreni Yisrael, which is a Maimah which is connected to Pasha's Beshalach, which is Yitzvat, that Yitzvat was Shabbos. And fortuitously, this is one of my modern, the Fidik Rebbe said by our Rebbe's Chasen, our Rebbe got married Yudal Kislev. So the last Maimah of Shabbos, Rachas, was Yitas Kislev. Now we are within a few days of Yitas Kislev, because today is Chabay's Kislev. So, our relationship to this Maimed, Sitkas Bezreni Yisrael, is coming and going. It's a part of the Basi Lagani Maimed, as the Rebbe said it in Chovdalet, because of the Haftayra Pashat Beshalach, which is the Shiraz, the Veira, and so forth. It's also connected to the Rebbe's Chasana, because the, by the Sheva Brachas of the Rebbe, I think it was the test case of the Rebbe Nayat, said the same Maimed, Amar Abeshia, Maimed, Xiv, Sitkas Bezreni Yisrael, Tztaka Ostaka, Zbaruch Yisrael, Shepitzun Benum Yisraelum. So we don't have the first Maimed, we don't have the second Maimed, but we have the beginning of the second Maimed. The first four pages of the second Maimon were Tzitkes Bezreni Yisrael, and then four pages in the Rebbe segued into the Basilagani. And the third thing that we have is Rabbi El Khan, all of Hashem, Zechreini Lebrach, kept notes of the other two Basilagani, meaning even though the only Maimon that was completely written up was the Maimon of Matzah Shabbos Kedesh, he had in his home notes of the, the additions or the Shinuyim, the differences between what the Rebbe said Matzah Shabbos, when there's a tape, and the Maimonim said Friday night and Shabbos morning. And they included it in, in, as notes, and there's a total of the 19 notes in the Maimon, 19 notes, some of them are quite large, Hebrew notes, Allah, Beis, Tilyutas, 
where the additions from the other two Maimarim are here. So I, I think it's reasonable to assume that for the most part we have the Maimar Abbas of the guy in Tafshin Chavdal, although the Rebbe said it three times, and we only have a Hanach of, of one of them. But like I said, in addition, we have this Hagdom of Sitkes Bezeni Yisrael. So what I want to do in this class is just learn this four pages, Sitkes Bezeni Yisrael. Let's give a preface. What, so let's start first by overviewing Basil Ghani. Everybody knows Basil Ghani, right? How many times did they ever say a Maimon? He said it over 38 years, but he probably said 50 Maimonim or more because many years he said more than one. And there were also other occasions when the Rebbe spoke to Yonim Basil Ghani. It's the most popular Maimon of the Rebbe. The Rebbe saw it as the Maimon Ayyusayid of his Nasius. He saw it as the Friedrich Rebbe's will, Friedrich Rebbe's Tzavah, to us and to him particularly. So each year on yard side, the rabbi took a koch and he has a dem maimer. He was very into this maimer. And the maimer basically has two parts. The first part is that there's a mission. And the second part is that someone wants to carry the mission out. The mission is v'asu to make this world a home for our Kaddish Baruch mishkan or mikdash le'yiz Baruch. And the way this world is made home for Kaddish Baruch Hu is through ideas, Kafia Veshapcha, fighting with the world. And the Maimon gave us three examples for Kafia Veshapcha. Number one, Karbanas, taping a behemoth, Adam, Yakim, and Kem, Karbala, Avaya, sacrificing it and being close to Alakus. Number two, transforming Shtuz de Umaz and making it into Shtuz de Kedusha. And number three, making the Shekhar Ha'adam into a Keresh and Kesha Le'ezbarah. That's the first half. And the Maimon is what the job is. We make this world for home for Kaddish Baruch Hu through our own hard work. And the nature of our hard work is not hiding out in a safe and a pristine environment. It's idea is kafia v'ishapcha, struggling with the world. The second half of the Maimon discusses who does this mission of making a dirle izbalach v'tachtainim. And of course the answer, as we know, is the tzivis Hashem, the army of Hashem. This goes on Yidin, especially simple Yidin. They have the job of struggling in this world as Jews. And through their avoida, through their efforts, they make a dirle izbalach v'tachtainim, a mishkan, a mikdash. But in discussing the job that the Tzivah Hashem has, the Rebbe says that sometimes there is a very special moment in history when there's a war. And in war itself, there's not an ordinary war, there's a war that's called Melchemes Nitzachem. Melchemes Nitzachem means a war that you must win, you can't afford to lose. A war where the way it comes out has to be precisely in this particular way. If it's off by a little bit, it's a failure. And when a king is fighting a war of Netzach and it's Megala, his Midas HaNetzach, it brings out his determination, which comes from a very deep place in his Neshama. And he does things that he normally would not do. Number one, Machnis Atzmei B'Tachsisei Melchama, he personally engages in the war. Number two, Mevazbeis Kala Eitzreis She'atzu Aveis 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 he gives out in a reckless way, in a splurging way, the treasure that his parents and his grandparents corrected from the beginning of time. As long as the world could be one. And number three, and of course this is the one that gives you a shake and a shudder, is Mashlech Chayav Minegi, the king throws away his own life so long as the world could be one. Of these three ideas, the first one is explained a little bit. The third one is explained a little bit more. But it's the second one that takes up most of the second maimon. The Rebbe starts chapter 12. With the question, we must understand the meaning of supernal treasure. So, And it's going to go on for many prakim, at least through Yud Beis, Yud Gimel, Yud Dalet, Tezvav, Tezayin, maybe Yud Zayin. He's going to explain what Oitzer means. And in a word, Oitzer 
is the deepest, most hidden level of godliness, which is not revealed in the world at all, which is brought forward to, re, to be the basis for what's called the the treasure fear of heaven that people have, that a yid has. And Klapishmaya, it's a gili of a very high level, an elokus, which, which empowers us to win the war at all costs. But what the Rebbe does, the Friedrich Rebbe does, is in order to explain, he prefaces first by talking about the Tekun that says, Ain't safe, Lamaila, Maila, Dain Kate, Lamata, Mata, Dain Tachas, or Ain't safe, Lamaila, Dain Kate, Lamata, Adin Tachas. There's one thing, one thing, Uno, called godliness. Ain't Kazakh, godliness. Godliness is explained at length in chapter 12 as Amen Amar, it's infinite and it's plain, it's transcendent, and so forth. But godliness has two characteristics. As high as you go, it's higher, and as low as you go, he's even there. He's even lower than that. And it's very important to understand that godness does not have two parts. There's one idea of godliness, but this one idea of godness has two opposite characteristics. And the Rebbe is exploring in detail what's and what's So Prokham Yud Gimel and Yudalat, which is last year's painting, Tafshin Pei Gimel. And this year's Perik, Tafshin Pei Dal, they're going to explain, ain't safe, Lamata Adein Tachas, that godliness extends, no matter how low and dark it gets, godliness is present. And in Perik Tazvav, he's going to explain the idea of Lamayla Adein Kays, that no matter how high you go, godliness is there. And when he's done, he's going to say that Oitzet is higher than Adein Safe. It's not only higher than the Adein Safe in the Madrego, Lamata Mata Adein Tachas, it's even higher than the Adein Safe in the Madrego, of but it's critical to appreciate that there's one concept of godliness with two characteristics. There's one idea of ain't safe with two characteristics. Ain't safe is and and it has a lamata So last year, paid Tafshin paid Gimel. If I'm not mistaken, I recorded the class in Montreal by Rabbi Greenglass's house, which had been made into a shul because I was there for his yard site in Chabdal Davis time approximately. We learned about the idea of lamata Adein Tachas. That there's Ishtalshlus, there's higher than Atzilus, and then there's Atzilus, which are Kalim Felikus. Then there's lower than Atzilus, which is not a Kalim Felikus. And then lower than Atzilus itself, there's Kama Madregis, until you get to the lowest realms of Klippa, which people forget about the Eibishter, and they defy the Eibishter. And we say, Lamata, Mata, Dein Tachas, the Eibishter is everywhere. Because if the Eibishter wouldn't be, then the Eibishter wouldn't give it life, it wouldn't exist. So the Eibishter is even in the biggest evil. So our Pedic, Pedic Yudal, is going to continue this conversation. The idea that Alakus is found even in Makamaklipis is going to be explained in our scholar. Meaning, in the previous Pedic, he described the fact that wherever you look in the world, you find the Eivishter. And in this Pedic, he's going to give the explanation for why and how, no matter where you look in the world, even in the darkest and the deepest places, you'll find the Alakus. That's what I think the point of Pedic Yudal is. Now, I haven't given you this introduction. Now I want to give an introduction to the particular shtikah l'maimah we're going to be learning now, which is Tzitkas Perzani Yisrael, Be Yisrael. And now the second Agdama, the Agdama to this particular Maimir. The Rebbe got married in the year Tafresh Peites, 1928, in Poland, in Warsaw. Although the Fyrik Rebbe was living in Riga, Latvia, he insisted on making the Rebbe in Warsaw. In and people said that I was the Fiedek Rebbe's way of introducing himself to the Yiddishkeit of Poland, the Gedele Yisrael, what have you. During the week of Sheva Brachis, beginning with the Kabbalah's Ponim, the, the Ufruf, the Rebbe Fiedek Rebbe said, I think, fix, fix my modem. 
איזה מיימר בכל בנייך, איזה מיימר לא חדד, איזה מיימר אשר בולו, איזה מיימר תחת חוכמה תשוב מייסם טייבם, איזה מיימר לא חדד, 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 צדקס פירזוינא ישראל, ודרש בפור דה זין, סטוקה אוסר קדוש ברוך ישראל, שפיזרון ודה זין בפור דה רש, בינו מסיילם. And these my mother was said during the week of the chasna, the week before the chasna, the day before the chasna, the week of Shabbat Brachas. Our Rebbe was very into these my mother. It would make sense that he would do them, and they were said for his chasna. And it wasn't only that the Rebbe was into these my mother, because my mother had a personal relationship with him. I believe that the Rebbe is that these Maimorim because these Maimorim speak to the Rebbe's shlichus, the Rebbe's purpose in the world. And since the Friedrich Rebbe, of course, knew that he wasn't just taking an Edom, like he said by the Chassaneh, as biti nasati le'ish, the Rebbe knew who the Rebbe was, and he was giving his daughter to an ish. So the Maimorim reflect not just the closeness of the Rebbe has to Friedrich Rebbe, But how that closeness is going to play out, you know, in the words of the Rebbe, that Heintman in the Togba, when the Ranga Gang in the Naskala Saklau, he became a public servant. And these Maimonim reflect this role that the Rebbe has. So if I'm not mistaken, I once counted, but they, they, they have a whole book of Maimonim that the Rebbe said, and the Maimonim that the Rebbe said, based on the Friedrich Rebbe's Maimonim, that he said by his, the week of his Chassaneh is, I think it's like 30 Maimonim. Some Maimorim he said many times, including this one. So the Rebbe has quite a few Maimorim. Some of them are not even Maimorim of Chasne, but it's Maimorim of Yitzh Kislev. And the Rebbe would say, the Rebbe is like, would say, Maimorim of Yitzh Kislev, based on the Maimorim which the Friedrich Rebbe said in conjunction with his Chasne and the Sheva Baruchas, which took place on Yitzh Kislev. And one of the Maimorim was this one. The, uh, the Maimim is based on a Gemara that the Rabbi Aishia says that this says a Novi in Sefer Shoftim in the, in the Shiraz Devera. Tzitkas Pir Zoynoi with the Reish before the Zion. Yisrael. So Rabbi Aishia translates Stoka Osa Kodesh Baruch Yisrael Shepizran with the Zion before the Reish. Hashem did. The Jewish people are favored. They scattered them amongst the whole world. And of course the Maimim's question is if the Pesach says Pirzon with the Reish before the Zion, why does the Gemara translate it as Pirzon, the Zion before the Reish? It doesn't make any sense. And there's an explanation. It's a very, very uh, involved explanation that by the Eibishter being Mephazel Yidim with the Zion in the whole world, he brought them into a state that they should reach the Madrega of Pirzon with the Reish, Prozes Teisha Birishalayim. In other words, Pirzon Ben Omisayelam goes on the Nathanus of Golos, the hardships of Golos, and Pirzon goes on the Schar. That because the Ebesh has spread us around, and we do the Avoid and Golos, we're going to be saying to the Bracha of Prozestesh of being in a state of Prozest, which amongst other things means, Ishtach has Gafne, Ishtach has you can be alone, you're not afraid, you live by yourself, you don't have to have a wall around your property, and all kinds of things like that. That's the Maimir. But of course, the Kitaychan of the Maimir, about Staka, Asa, Kadesh, Baruch, Hosha, Pizran, The idea that the Ebishter spread the Yid not all over. One is in the exile to one country, another is exiled to a second country, and the third is exiled to a third country. V'chuli, v'chuli, v'chuli. Um, it's consistent, of course, with what's going to happen, which, which has happened to the Jewish people, and would happen to the Jewish people, 
in conjunction with leading up to and during the Rebbe of Nesias, when the Rebbe would literally become the Rebbe of the Jewish people all over the world, and there would be the ultimate Pizran Lebeinum Se'elam, and of course one of the symptoms of that is the idea of Shlichus, and through Shlichus the Rebbe is all over the world, and so on. So I'm not the first person to say that this Maimed, which the Friedrich Rebbe said by the Rebbe's Chasane, reflects what the Rebbe's avoided is going to be. But the Rebbe's Chasane is in Kislev, which is Pashas Vayeshev. This is Yud Shvat, which is Pashas B'Shalach. But it so happens that the Avteira, Pashas B'Shalach, is Shiraz Dvayda, right? There's different Minhagim. Our custom is we do the whole thing. We read the story of the Muhammad with Sisra, the first half of the Avteira, and then, of course, we read the Shiraz Dvayda. And in the Shiraz Dvayda, we read the Sitkas Pizani Yisrael, Pirzayna Yisrael. So the Rebbe, our Rebbe, on Yud Shvat, is saying a Maimer, which is really based on a Maimer, which the Friedrich Rebbe said by his Chasenim. But it ties into Yud Shvat, meaning, when the Rebbe married the Rebbe, which was the beginning of his relationship, to the Friedrich Rebbe, behind is the tog, was verbunden eich mit mir und mich mit eich. The Rebbe becomes the Friedrich Rebbe's son-in-law. And the Friedrich Rebbe says a Maimer, which describes this idea that through the avoid of Pizran being scattered all over the world, where Zeichet, the presentation of Yerushalayim, the highest Chad. And the Rebbe is repeating it not on the anniversary of his wedding, but on the anniversary of his Kabbalah San Nesias. On the verse of the date when the ideas that the Friedrich Rebbe was speaking to by the Rebbe's Chasaneh, for lack of words, Bederach Nevuah, is being actualized with the Rebbe's Kabbalah San Nesias. And that's why this Maimer is very, very poignant, meaning the fact that the Friedrich Rebbe says this Maimer. The Rebbe says this Maimer as a segue to the Basi Lagani brings together, if you will, the Rebbe's marriage and the Rebbe's Nesias in a very direct and very open and very overt and very obvious way. So that's what this Maimer is about. Now, what's going to happen in this Maimer is that the Rebbe is going to speak in Yonim at the Friedrich Rebbe spoke in this Maimer, Shas Tafresh Peites, which overlap in Yonim that the Rebbe speaks in the Maimer of, um, of Basi Lagani. Specific, specifically the idea of Bizbus HaEitzis, that you have treasure and you dispense of it, you dispose of it, you throw it away and you give it away recklessly so the Muhammad can be the one. This is one of the important themes of the Maimah Basi Lagani. It's, and of course the marshal for that, the explanation for that is connected to what we're learning this year in Basi Lagani. Which is the segue to the explaining Lahav and Inyan HaEitzis and in this Maimer from Tafresh Pei Tes, which the Rebbe is now repeating in Tafshin Chav Dalit, it's 35 years later plus a couple of months, the Rebbe is reviewing this idea. So this class is going to be on these four pages, and uh, this is going to be the introduction. Now it's a separate Maimer because the Basi Legani, this is from Shabbos, and the Basi Legani that we have is officially from Master Shabbos. I'm not des- decided yet how I'm going to do this. I may put them together. I may make them separate. But it's certainly connected with the Basti Lagani spirit. And the, the PDF that I have, which I've scribbled up like crazy, the numbers that I've written down are linking both my modem as if they're one long Maimon. So let's go straight into the Maimon. Let's not waste any more time. The Pasuk says, that the Amish did it stucker by causing the Jewish people to be in a state of process. Process means scattered. Well, the ilm in there before that it says in the Pasuk, Mikhail Machatzitzim. The voice of Machatzitzim. Machatzitzim means the people who were able to discern in matters of halacha. 
is going to be explained very, very briefly on the bottom of page Tzadik Test. You can look up the Friyad Kavaz Maimir where this is explained at length. Mechatzitzim is Elu HaEmim Al Tomei Tomei Val Toyer Toyer. Bein Mashabi means Sheshevim, they draw a Torah and give it to others. So Mikel Mechatzitzim Bein Mashabim goes on Yidnu, study Torah and teach it to other people on a level of Halacha, Psuka. Aliba de Hilchas and Eifna Nachim. And in conjunction with that, it says, Sitkas Bezeni Yisro. That the Abish, the Jewish people, are favored that he spread them around. Prozis from the word, Prozis means to give them open spaces. Pizur means to spread them around. Piruz means to be very, very um, open. And the, the whole kasha is, if it says Pirzayne, why does the mother translate that Pizrayne? And the answer is, Pizrayne is the avoid and Pirzayne is the schar. Or maybe as the expectation of Chameyad the fear that he brings. Whose yard site it is in one of my morad that he said by the Rebbe's chasenim mash omer al digemara says omer abeishim lashon yishua which goes by nigbalagulam and the gulam it is vashleim amaydik when it says in the pasuk sit kaspir zayni be yisrael the abish that talking to the Jewish people that he gave them the mile of prozes with a reish before the zayin it's so cause our kaddish baruch hu b'sal hashem did a great kindness to the Jewish people shem bizron pizron with the zayin before the reish reish which means spread out being almost amongst the nations and of course the avoida is pizron that hashem spread us around and the schad is pizron which we'll see later explains what is the meaning of the stock of the Shem spread us around that the Goyim and Goyishkeit cannot destroy the Jewish people all at once because we're spread around so the Rebbe says now of course it's a physical thing when Jews are spread all over the world one Yid suffers the other Yid is not suffering says the Rebbe even though the Pashtus is the Gashmizika thing since Ikem Mitzvah Shal Yisrael who limit that Torah became a mitzvah, whereas the primary union of a Yid is Yiddishkeit. Vachagam and Yoni Harshul Sala Shalham, even the Gashmias of a Yid is Be'evin Shal Bechol Rochachadei. When every aspect of a Jewish person's life, he knows Hakadosh Baruch Hu and he serves Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Lachayim Var Balaylulu. When the Fidik Rebbe explains his Gemara, although the Pashas Gemara is talking about the physical safety of the Jewish people by the physical geographical dispersion of the Jewish people. Nevertheless, the Fidik Rebbe explains this Rashi to me in The meaning of this statement, that because the Jewish people are scattered, Rashi says they can't be easily defeated, is primarily about Yiddishkeit. Because since this is Ikim, it's a Yusam Kanah, this is what the Jewish people are all about, so their very life it's not their physical living, but their spiritual living. And our dispersion, our being scattered, prevents us from being destroyed spiritually. I don't explain the shy days that she is from Bazar Bakama Medina's called by the Jewish people being spread all over the world. In one country, the Jewish people are being pressed and being squeezed. They're not being permitted to learn and do new mitzvahs. Says the Rebbe. Since in one part of the world we're suffering and it's hard for us to do mitzvahs, so there's a Jew in another part of the world who's able to do mitzvahs. Hey, first of all, first of all, the Jewish people from the other countries. Mitzvahs are learning ten and doing mitzvahs. So the Yidden and Arses Harchova, the Yidden and Arses Harvacha are able to do mitzvahs for the Yidden who are in mind with the matzah of a matzah of a Let me pause and interrupt here and tell you a mice. 
this vice is published in a book called Sefer HaYechidus, which I think has since been reprinted in a bigger version of Sefer HaYechidus from Harav, Chanoich, Glitzenstein, Oliver Shalom. That the Harav Shmuel Azimov, the Rebbe Shliach to Paris, brought the to the Rebbe. He was he has thousands of Balichuva. And he had very, very specific instructions about how we should do Kirov more than most other shlochim, very specific instructions. And of course, one of his instructions was that he should have shliach, shliach. He should teach them that they should become teachers. So he brought a whole group to the Rebbe. And the first time he did was in 1967, Tov where he brought, I think, 12 Bachrim. It was the beginning of what would be a flood of Balichuva from France. When they came here, of course, had Yechidus, the Rebbe was very makad of them. I think in those days they still had two Yechidus. And one of them asked the Rebbe, why you have to have a Rebbe? He, I'm assuming he has spoken French, French, but the, um, the, um, the regime is obviously in Hebrew. The, the way it's printed is in Lashna Kodesh. He asked the Rebbe, why you have to have a Rebbe? So the Rebbe said to him the following, that the Yid in Russia, in Indian Amisidas Nefesh, he's richer than rich. He has no shortage. This is going back close to 60 years when there was the Soviet Union with all of the implications thereof, therein. And he's able to be Mesa Nefesh. He has to be Mesa Nefesh for any Indian of Yiddishkeit. But he has a problem with Mitzvah Smaisias. He has a problem. His Tfilah is not the best. His Matzah is not the best. His Dalat Minim are not the best, and so on. Then you have a Yid in the West who doesn't have any Mesidas Nefesh, but he's able to do the mitzvahs, betachas ha-shleimos, betachas ha-hidur, betachas ha-yefi, right? Everything is very perfect, bechitzenius. But he's lacking the mile of Mesidas Nefesh. So the Yid in Russia has the mile of Mesidas Nefesh, and he's missing the mile of mitzvahs maizias. The Yid in America has the mile of mitzvahs maizias, and he's missing the mile of Mesidas Nefesh, and then the Rebbe lowered his voice. And again, I'm assuming he spoke in French. And he said, this Yid is connected to me. And this year is connected to me. And I know how to speak in heaven. That's what the way it's written in the Sikha, in the Rishima. And I know how to speak in heaven. So I connect the Yid in Rosh with the Yid in America, that the Yid in America should have the Milo of Mesiris Nefesh. And I connect the Yid in America with the Yid in Russia, that the Yid in Russia have the Milo of Kim and Mitzvah So the purpose of this little story, which is now going to be played out in this Maimir, is that it's a symbiosis, it's a two way relationship. It's not just a pshat that a yid in a place where life is easy can learn Taino do mitzvahs for the yid who is in a difficult place, who's not able to learn Taino do mitzvahs. That's one side of the coin, but there's also another side of the coin that the yid in the place who cannot learn Taino do mitzvahs has a mind of Mesiris Nefesh. And his Mesiris Nefesh is supported and is helped by the Taino mitzvah the yid lives in Ashes, Ashes, Harchov, and Ashes, Harvach. And it goes both ways. And that's the second thing that Rebbe is now going to say. So Neisaf al first of all, B'nai Yisrael v'anem tzoyim b'sha'ada medinus eskim heim b'tayro mitzvahs. Yidin living in comfortable lands are learning tayro and doing mitzvahs on behalf of the Yidin who can't. But on the other hand, hini aydeha eisig the tayro mitzvahs shalhem, when they learn tayro and do mitzvahs in comfortable lands, heim neisnim keach ve'ez, they give strength. Gam le'elu, even to those Jewish people, ayesh, and we'gzeda d'achman, and was sitting in gzeda. That Shalayil is spoiled, because Lamanias Vikuvna should not be affected adversely from all the obstacles and all of the obstructions. And nevertheless, Lil may Tedu Lakayu Mitzvah betake of the Mesiris Nefesh, you should learn Tedu Mitzvah with the hardness of Mesiris Nefesh. And 
when the yid in the comfortable land learns Torah, which motivates the yid in the land of Mesiris Nefesh, through that limit of Torah, for their Mesiris Nefesh, through this, it's not only Shagazed is the Umesa Elam that the decrees of the Goyim in lands where Jews are spiritually oppressed. Cannot destroy the Jewish people. moreover, the Yiddishkeit that they do. I'm assuming they means the Yidden in the lands of Mesiras Nefesh, as Biyasas is even greater. But out of the extent, Shuba Eifin Shalamalam did the Bible beyond any limit and away with Faratzta. Because Mikiva and Shuba Eifin the Mesiras Nefesh. Since a Yid in a comfortable land is doing enough mitzvahs to motivate him to do a mitzvah in spite of his hardships under conditions of Mesiras Nefesh, the mitzvahs done under the condition of Mesiras Nefesh are infinite mitzvahs. Since Mesiris Nefesh means a person going beyond his normal, so it arouses Lamaila that it goes beyond the Abish that's normal. Okay, do we know about the beginning of what's called order in a human being is his mind. Reason. A person's will which is above reason is above order. Comes from the hardness of the will of a yid, which is above reason. And the Yiddishkeit of these two yidden uh, inspires symbiotically. It's not just that the yid and the Arches Archov is doing it on, the, on, the, on behalf of the yid who's the land of Messias Nefesh, but that because of him, the yid in the land of Messias Nefesh also does mitzvahs. And although this detail is not in the Maimir, but the Rebbe said it in that Vart, the yid in the comfortable land gains the Maimir of Messias Nefesh. And the Yiddish guy, don't know, Messias Nefesh is an infinity, has no limit. And that's the idea of prozeis with the reish before the Zion. The Pizran means Hashem spreads us around, so it shouldn't be destroyed. But now Pizra means Hashem spread this around so there could be the activation of Mesiris Nefesh. The two different ideas. The first idea is that Hashem spread this around so one yid does a mitzvah for another. And the second idea is that Hashem spread this around that one yid can do a mitzvah to motivate the other yid to do the mitzvah on the conditions of Mesiris Nefesh. And when the second yid does the mitzvah on the conditions of Mesiris Nefesh, he's eichet to prozes. Vezehu gam. Last two lines on page Sadik base. This is why. Messiah by Maimon, the Maimon finishes. Shadeh, Yamasiris Nefesh Altaira, Yidus Messiris Nefesh Altaira in lines of difficulty. Remember, this is 1928 when the Rebbe said the Fiedigan Rebbe said it. Our Rebbe is repeating it in 1964. It's during the Cold War. It's during the very, very difficult years under Stalin in Marshmay and then under his successors, where being a Yid, if it wasn't literally wrought with danger of Pekuach Nefesh, there was certainly the fear. Helga Zalzman told me that when Stalin was alive, there was really an idea that he could lose your life for being a Yid. After Stalin died, the truth was they weren't going to kill you, but they made you think you were going to kill you. And that pachad arouses the Kech HaMesiris Nefesh. And I day HaMesiris Nefesh, I'll tell you, through their Mesiris Nefesh, then comes the Prozes, Yum Shachraf Tuv Lebeis Yisrael, it brings out abundant good to the house of Israel. Tuv B'miluv, doesn't say Toiv, it's B'miluv. 
Tuv with the dot is in the middle of the ace. And somehow, Tuv b'malupim is l'mayla b'tev b'chel. We have this with my mom, Rosh Hashanah. Tuv tav adas l'amdeni ki from its fisecha and monti instead of toiv, you have it in samachay. I forgot what the Bible says. I just remembered that malupim is higher than chaylam, which I don't understand at the moment. But that's the Messias, that Tuv is higher than tev, which is ha-tevius ha-nevcheres me-ha-tev. It's tuvius. It's a level of goodness which is more than ordinary good because it's shenish ha-tev. Tuv is the source of tev. Top of tzadigimu which is Bechina Shalomayla Meishtashalos, that the idea of Tov is Lomayla Meishtashalos. And Tov is the Shedish of Tov is even more Lomayla Meishtashalos, or Bazeh Gufer Av Tov. That the Fiyadik Rebbe says that the result of the Pizran, which brings to the Pizran, is that there's a revelation in this world of Rav Tov of Yisrael. I know this means. The Mesiris Nefesh brings out the, uh, an idea beyond reason within the person. Which is Magiyah, it touches and affects the Mahamishtashas on high. And the result is not just that up there something extraordinary happens, but down here as well. Through the Mesiris the base Yisrael brings an abundant Tuv. The base Yisrael, all the way to Matha Mesarat below 10 cubits, which is a good which is visible and revealed, spiritual and also physically. And of course, the point that is being made here. It's the same point that you have in so many memorials about tefillah. You have it in Kuntasachar and Lhofa Mashar Kosmer Priyat's Chaim. That uh, tefillah is called Chayisho and Teda is called Chayelo. And I'll be poshut. That makes tefillah better than Teda. But Chasidus explains that tefillah is a mile over Teda because it's Mishanes Agashmi. When you learn Teda, the physical world doesn't change. When you do mitzvahs, the physical world doesn't change. When you daven, you heal the sick. You bring food to the hungry and to the undernourished, which means prayer has the power to change the world physically. And when prayer changes the world physically, it's the ultimate revelation of Hashem because you're seeing Him on a physical level. And that's, of course, the explanation for why the highest point of davening, the highest point of davening, which is Shemayna Esrei, is Bakasha Strach of you asking Hashem for your needs. Because the highest point of davening is that you should see evidence of Hashem in the physical world, Mamish, which is seen through the brachas that He gives you, Bagashmias. And here in this Maimon, the answer to the Pizran, the Messias Nefesh, which is represented in that Gemara, which is that the Lukus is revealed everywhere, including in the physical world, even in physical things. So when Hashem gives Yidin blessings materially and spiritually and even materially, because of the Tehra, whether they do it, Messias Nefesh, that's the end manifestation of the Messias Nefesh itself. That's why the schar for Pizran is Pizran. The schar for the Yidin being spread out and the motivation that we give one another that Yidin should be Mesa Nefesh and then when they're Mesa Nefesh it affects the world in a very real way and it culminates in the protestation of Yerushalayim. That's how you understand the Pasuk with the Gemara and the Rashi and the Maimir. That's the pshat in the pasuk day which there is such stalker that he affected the Jewish people process with the resh before the zayim, which means that we live in a way of openness. Since in the Gemara it translates the words pirzon as pizron with the zayim before the resh, the pasuk should say pizroine. In other words, if the stalker is that Hashem spread us around, why doesn't the pasuk say that? And the answer is, the Pasuk is describing the schad that you get for the avoid of being spread out. 
Hashem spreads us around. And it creates the possibility for Yidin to do Tehidu Mitzvahs in one place because they can't do it in another place. And when they do it in that one place, they motivate Yidin in the other place to also do it. Pizreini says, The Rebbe, the stocky is in the Pizreini. That the Schad is going to be prosaic with the rage before the Zayin. I know. That Aveda de Mesiris Nefesh Elamailam that we serve Hashem with Mesiris Nefesh, which in the times that this my modern was said was very real in this physical world. Aideis and Nimshagamomaila brings out from above. Rav Tuf, goodness on a level of Rav, which is Lamailam Dida Babin Limit. As the Pasik indicates, prosaic before the, the rage before the Zayin. The Avaidas Pizran being spread out and Mesiris Nefesh. And the counterpart of Mesiris Nefesh is Tehru Mitznachis Rechove, and the interface between the two. And then Prozis is the Schar. Al Derech, Mashakosta Prozis, Teshu, Mashiach is going to come, we're going to live in open cities. Like you have in Pajas. Shlach. When the Meshire Ben sent the spies, he asked them if they're living in open cities or living in fortified cities. Habamachanim imbimiftzorim. A miftzorim is the opposite of Prozis. And if a person is, a nation is confident, and unafraid and secure and safe and strong, they don't have to live together in world cities. They live in open spaces, spread out, because they're not afraid of anything. And that's the meaning of prosis. So the schar for the pizron is the prosis. That can have a beat. It's not going to have a measure. It's going to be without any limit. Ketzav means an end, a measure, an evaluation, and a measure. So the schar for pizran is pizran. Shalim means perfect fear, which is shleim asayir. And the rabbi is going to connect shleim asayir to the idea of oitzer shayir shalmayim, and he's going to connect oitzer shayir shalmayim to the idea of mesiras nefesh and the oitzer shalamayla, which are all found in the maimer of basi legani as well as in the maimer of pizran of tafreish peitas chasana. The word Yerushalayim means the highest level of fear, which goes on that Madrega of Hashem, which is above Seichel, which is called Eitzel. The Gemara calls it Eitzel Shal Yerushalayim, the treasure of Yerushalayim. And as you may or may not know, I've told this to you many times, when you look at the Friedrich Rebbe's letters, you see the Friedrich Rebbe is very, very generous with titles. Very generous with titles. Very generous with titles. But if you pay close attention, it's very calculated. In other words, as generous as he is, it's not, it's not uh, reckless. It's all calculated. It's all richtig. And there are certain titles that he almost never uses. Amongst the titles that he almost never uses is a title which he uses by the Rebbe's Augustus and Art Rebbe, by Itch of the Masmint, and I saw it once or twice by other people. Yiras Hashem Eitzarei. A Yid who lives a Shemar Madrega, where Yiras Hashem Eitzarei. The Ebrish says, Fear is Oitzar. Which is this Lashna Gemara, Oitzar Shayira Shemayim. There's fear of heaven, there's fear of being punished, there's fear of sin. And then there is a fear of the Ebrish himself on the highest level. And there's the fear of the Ebrish himself on the highest level on such a place where it's literally your life. And it goes to your very, very, very essence. And then the Yira has no bounds, no limits at all. So it's not that you're afraid of an Aveda, you're afraid of being punished, or even afraid of the Eibishter. You just have a sense of earnestness when it comes to your relationship with the Eibishter, which has no limit, which is called Yiras Hashem Eitzari. And this level of Yiras Hashem is called Yiras Shalim. And this level of Yiras Hashem, which is called Yiras Shalim, is revealed in times of Mesiris Nefesh. 
So he says, There's a lot of levels of fear of heaven. Yeah, this is an of the Sefer Den Also. And it says in footnote 16, The fear of being punished. The fear of doing something wrong. means the fear of, of the greatness of a Kaddish Baruch which I think is in many cases also you're ashamed. You're afraid of godliness. You're in awe of your sense of Alakulis, but Alakulis on a level which is lower. And then you have Yiras Hashem. You're awed by the presence of the Ein Seif. How the Ein Seif affects in a person a Yira. However, Yiras Havaya, Gufa, Yeshkama, Bechinus, and Yiras Hashem, there's four levels or five levels. Because the Dal, the Asius, the Shem Havaya, and then there's the Yira of Ketzesh, So the Rebbe wants to say that if you're speaking about levels of Yira, the lowest level is Einish, Yiras Einish, Yiras Achet, Yiras Aremus, Yiras Elikim, and then Yiras Heishnia, Yiras Vav, Yiras Vahedi Shailud, Yiras Yud, and Yiras Ketzesha Yud. If I can count correctly, there's nine different levels of Yira. In other words, it's not so much how afraid you are. It's what you're in fear of automatically affects the quality of the fear. We're not talking about fear of being punished. We're talking about the awe of the earnestness of the relationship itself. So the Rebbe concludes, all nine of these levels, if I counted correctly. They have a form and they have a limitation. The fear is not directed towards Atmos, like the Loshan, which we're going to have on the very last page of the Basilagani, the fear is not the Shem Elokim, it's the Shem Avayas. Not the lower level, it's still a Lakus. And because the Yiddish is associated with the Lakus, the fear has to use the Loshan Arara, Tzir, and the Medida. But then there's the Kudus Yiddish Shamayim Shalamay Lamayasech. There's a point of Yiddish which is above any kind of understanding, any kind of relationship, any kind of perception. Which is beside that's Musa Yisbarach. The idea that a Yid is in awe of the Abish to himself, that the Leis Ramad Bishom Eitzin has no form and no letters and no kites and so on. Says the Rebbe, when a Yid has that kind of Yid, that Yid has no Tzir and no Medida. And the Rebbe says, this Madreg of Yir Sashem, which is called Eitzas Yir Shamayim, is brought out in times of Mesiris Nefesh. And what's going to develop now is that there's two parallel Eitzas. There's the human Eitzin of Yir Shamayim. And there's the supernal Eitzit of Bizbas or Eitzit, which is Megala, Atmos of Elokus, which is higher than it in safe, which is discussed at length in the Basilaganis. And the two are equal and opposite. They're interconnected, they're reciprocal. A Yid's reveals the Eitzit Shalamaylo, and the Eitzit Shalamaylo reveals the Eitzit of Yerushalayim, which is in a Yid. And one of the preconditions from the Yid's side is the Inyan Amesiris Nefesh. The revelation is level. When someone opposes you, can you reveal this Madrega Vira Shemaim? Dafka when Stoka Osa Kadesh Baruch Hashapizran, which is not like the Parash to Pshat and the Gemara with the Rashi, that the Yid who is being oppressed is being helped by the Yid who is not oppressed. But that because of the help that the Yid who is oppressed gets from the Yid who is not oppressed, the oppressed Jew is Magal, the Kecham Mesiris Nefesh, which is beyond any limit. So when the Yid is oppressed, and he reveals the infinity of his neshama in doing Teiru Mitzvahs, the Mesiras Nefesh, he reveals Eitzah Shira Shamayim. O Kamayim, as Al Zdegemara says, V'haneitzach zubinyin Yerushalayim, to build Yerush Hashem, you reveal me this Hanetzach. Shadav Kashmini Yezvi Kumon Teiru Mitzvahs. Now, 
Being in Yerushalayim here doesn't mean the city, right? It means the Yerushalayim. How does a person access Yerushalayim? Yerushalayim through Neitzach. And Neitzach means the determination which has to do with war. And when do you have this determination which has to do with war? When there's a war. So the Tzadis reveals the Eitzah Shabbat And again, which comes first, the Eitzah Shabbat or the Eitzah Shabbat depends on the situation. But the two are interconnected. And that's the Pshat Nepal, the Tzit Kast Pirzeini Yisrael Vele Pizreini, the Schar, for Tzadok Osa Kodesh Baruch Yisrael Shabbat Hashem scattering us around, which brings us to a mind of of Mesiris Nefesh, results in the Schara Prozes. Katzdokish, Asa Kodesh Baruch Hashem, you saw the reward, the, 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 the kindness, the Ewish, and the spreading them around. They should pay them in Nomaselam. Is the Inina Mesiris Nefesh. And the Inina Mesiris Nefesh reveals Eitzesh Yerushamayim. And the Schar for the Mesiris Nefesh and Eitzesh Yerushamayim is Pir Zene de la Mailam Gidavagmola, Prozes Teshubushan from heaven to earth. And process teshuv yerushalayim means aidei hamaniyas v'kuv v'shemanagos and the Jews have their hardships, and they stand up to them and they overcome them. Oz yeshna is in the peace and the benumas ha'elam. Hashem scatters amongst all the nations of the world. Letzayrach avedes habiru for the job of bringing clarity to the world. Behind what this means, turn to page salidalid. The fisher biru hanetzut says any yochaliyas to bring clarity to the world. You can't do it by staying in a holy place. It can't be done, fish hybrids, man, shleimed. Shleimed also did birur, but in a way that he sat in Yerushalayim and the Malka came herself. In Gauls, you can't have it that way. But going to that place requires a keicha mesiris nefesh. Aidezeh dafke through this mesirumus galut revealed bechinus yirushalayim. Prozes teishu yirushalayim reveals the deepest level of yirush neshama, which is the union of eitzes yirushamayim. Shabakol lechad vechad yisol which every Jew possesses that etzam and neshama with the very essence of his soul, which is mandiv akbolu. So first of all, the schar for the pizron is the pizron. Prozes teishu yirushalayim. That's magala the eitzes shayirus hashem, which it has in the deepest levels of his neshama. And second of all, ideas and Yimshah Gamal Maila brings from heaven. Mebuchinus Eitzariah Tev Shalom Al Mishtas of the Eibishtas treasure, which is the second idea the Fiyadik ever brings. Rav Tuvla Beis Yisrael Bagash Misavaruchnius, like the pasuk says, Yiftach Avay Lecha Es Eitzerei Hatev. The Schar for Yidden revealing their Eitzer Yirushamayim as Eibish reveals his Eitzer, which comes down to Rav Tuvla Beis Yisrael Bagash Misavaruchnius Bagash Mis. So the Golos allows for the Birudim. The Gauls and the Birudim allow for the Inyan HaMesiris Nefesh. The Mesiris Nefesh allows for the revelation of the Eitzah, Shahira Shemayim, which Yid has, which is called Yerushalayim. And the ultimate Schar is that you see it even Begashmias. And the idea that by Yidin going into Golos and having the challenges of Golos, it's Megala, the Eitzah of Yerushalayim, which is in a Yid. Which in turn is Malgal the Eitzah Shalmailo, and it ultimately comes down to Rav Tuv the Beis Yisroel. The matter must start to talk about the Tevani Levan Nigel Begash Misabruchnius. So the Rebbe continues, Commission is Bar Baham Maimon, and again in this case he doesn't mean the Maimon Basil Legani, although the ideas are identical. He means the Maimon Om Rabbi Yishe from the Rebbe's Shavu Brachis. Alpi Alpi Masha Onurei Be Melach Basil Adam. We see about kings of the flesh. 
שיש לי עץ, יש לי אקונום קינגס, אף פרשס טרשר, שאין אם משתמש בהם, היא נבי יוזס דם גם לסדר חייס הגודלים for the greatest purposes. They're stowed away, they're kept, you can't even call them in reserve, they're kept really in honor, they're not even kept for the rainy day, they're kept because part of the prestige of the country is its crown jewels, is its precious treasure. ועד כמוס, הם אין קורא, אנחנו לא יודעים להגיד, זה לא שום. ומכל מקום שיש לנו מלחמה, נוואר ברקס אאוט. And particularly, as it says in the Basile Gani, I don't know if it says in the Peites, but it says in the Basile Gani, if it's a Malchemist Nitzachin, it's the kind of war that must be won. And it must be won, as the expression is. Azoyu nisht andesh. Kashyesh to Malchemist, there's a war on the Mavaz, based on Malachas Kolei, today, so the king dispenses of all of his treasure in a reckless way. To defeat, to conquer his haters and opposers and enemies. When a war is being fought, and it's a, the kind of war that cannot be lost, the king pulls out all the steps. This is a physical muscle, right? And of course, part of that muscle is the Midas HaNetzach, which the Rebbe mentioned on the previous page, that a, the bigger a person is, the greater is Midas HaNetzach. I'm mistaken. It's not on the next page, it's in the Basile Gani. It's on page Tzadik Ches. It says, Kol shetizgadol, tigadol, maila sa'odom, yiye etzle mitas anitzach nabe megeset. In the Basile Gani, which is following this Hagdama, he adds that line, that the mitas anitzach, the victory emotion, the determination to win at all costs, and the will to pay whatever cost has to be paid to see it through with a hard, inf- implacable, inflexible determination comes from the deepest levels of the neshama, but it's not coming from, from foolishness, it's not coming from stubbornness, it's coming from a sense of purpose and determination. That's why Midas HaNetzach is defined by existing in the greatest of people. And greatest also includes the most intelligent people. And then they, har- then they use this treasure. When there's a circumstance of Melchoma, מלחמת ניצח, and then they use the treasure. By Duke, Mamizel, Milo, the Nimshav, the Sis, the Bechin, as it's an Elyonu. The supernal treasure on high is Bechin. It's a level which is Shalomai, Lamei Eir Vigile. It's above the whole concept of light and revelation. In other words, it's an Akomas, a hidden treasure, which is the Milo Bechin as a Gile. It's above the Madreig of Gile, and of course, in the Maime Basilegari, which we're going to be learning in the next classes. Which is the Hemshech to this Maimir, he's going to explain that it's hard in the Madrege Severin Tzof. Both the Madrege Veren Seif Lamata Adin Taklas and even the Madrege Veren Seif Lamayla Adin Kates, because Adin Seif is Gili. Or Hamshacha. And this is even higher than that. That's how it is by the Ebishter. The Midas Hanetzach comes from the deepest places in Atzmos and Hos, which the Bosi Legani Maimir develops over the course of, I don't know, five or six Prokim at great length, Explaining what Edin Seif means, and explaining what Edin Seif Lemata Adin Tachlis means, and explaining what Edin Seif Lemayla Adin Kates means, and then explaining how Edin Seif includes both the Lemata Adin Tachlis and the Lemayla Adin Kates, and then finally concluding that Oitzit is higher than Edin Seif. And while that was the Gamben is Shom, the Strebis one of human beings' experience, the Begin as a Eitz, the Shirish Maim Shabin is Shom, the treasure of fear ahead, which is in person's Nishoma is from a place which is deeper in the essence of the neshama than the parallel of a lakus as it is lamayla. In other words, it's deeper than any kind of gilu. Hubechin, as negud, as a yerash is the point of yerash which is talum, as lay, which is in the hidden secrets of the heart, or recesses of the heart, which is from the etzama neshama, which is lamayla, which is above any kind of gilu. Now, the way you have to understand it is that your yerash Hashem depends on your hasagas Hashem, your relationship with the Eibishter. 
And the relationship with the Abishter varies. Some people's relationship with the Abishter is based on what they understand. Some people's relationship with the Abishter is based on what they intuit. Some people's relationship with the Abishter is based on a sense of delight and so on. People have different kinds of relationship with the Abishter. If your relationship with the Abishter is based on any kind of a form, the Yidah which is going to be elicited by it is not going to be Eitzid Shel Yidah Shemaim. In order for a person's Yidah to be in a Madreg of Eitzid Shel Yidah Shemaim, their relationship with the Abishter must be on the level of the very Yitzim, which is the place where Yidah and the Abishter are one. So the Yidah that that level elicits or inspires or arouses is not reflecting any kind of understanding, any kind of perception, any kind of sense that's uh, tangible, that's palatable, that's given some kind of a form. It's just the truth, which as you'll see in the end of the Basil Mamir, what the Alter Rebbe says, that the Alter Rebbe says, I'm not impressed by Yeloyim, I'm not impressed by Elam Haba, I want you and I want you alone. That is the truth of the Ebishter himself, which the Alter Rebbe, through his incredible Avoida, came to desire. And that truth, when accessed, is the basis for Yiddish Shamayim Anamadrege, which is called Eitzen. And the previous page, it was a list of different levels of Yiddish Shamayim. Right? There was Yiddish Ha'inish, there was Yiddish Chet, there was Yiddish Ha'lakim, there was Yiddish Ha'bayim, the lower hay. The vav, the higher hey, the yud, the ketzei shal yud, and then higher than all of that, higher than every kind of imaginable gilui. The mechin is like the yiddish shemayim, the yiddish shemayim on the level of the kudah. It's laid aklamalam yaseich. It's not just above the understanding of the person. Reishis keches apnimiim, which is the first of the faculties, which has a seat in the body. Kiim shalamai lagam miklol is mechin zagiluim the neshama. Any concept of the neshama, which is an expression of the neshama, rather than the neshama itself, is called gilui. Any idea of the neshama, which emerges from the neshama in a form, whether it's will or it's delight or whatever the case is, but it's not the neshama in its absolute self, is gilui. And if it's gilui, the yira which it arouses is also not And he says something very, very strong. Even the makif of chayah and even the makif of yechida are not considered the neshama as it is by itself. They're considered expressions of the neshama. And because it's not the, not considered the neshama as it is by itself, the perception of the Abishtah that Chaya creates, and even the perception of the Abishtah that Yechida creates, does not create that sense of Yira, which is in the Madrega of Eitzir. Now, let me just say this. Um, I actually personally remember the Fabrengen from Taldus Tavshin and Beis, it was one of those Fabrengens, that year, Nanaftan and Beis was an incredible year of Yeluyim, and a very bittersweet year. But in Pasha's Taldus Nun Beis, there's two Mugad from one Fabrengen, which is probably an hour and a half. Um, Rebbe spoke about Elder Teldis, and the juxtaposition of Elder Teldis Neach, and Elder Teldis Yitzchak, but this is called Neach, and this is called Teldis. That's one of the Misichos, and the other one is about Kislev, Kais Loi, Helaman Gilim, Atasi Davadavdi. And in the second Sikha, the Rebbe speaks about the idea of Mashiach being a Metziah. And in discussing the idea of Mashiach being a Metziah, he talks about the idea of Yechida, if I remember correctly. And um, in the Fabrengen, 
the Rebbe talked about the union of Yechida, but he said that there is a Madrega which is even higher than Yechida, which is called Yachid, like the Lashma which is brought in Kisve Ariza, that is Nitzut Poire Koton Echot, Anikre Yachid, which is Mitzyachid, but Nitzut Nivra Koton Echot, Anikre Yechida. So Yechida is Nitzut Nivra, and Yachid is Nitzut Poire. And the Rebbe explained that even though in the he didn't say the words, but it was I, I think inferred, even though that in the Yana Shoteres Chasidus when he speaks about Chasidus, the Chasidus is Edsim, he calls it Yechida. The Rebbe actually used the expression Yesh Lahoisif or Lasakin. You have to add and correct that it's not just Yechida; it's something which is even higher than the Yechida. The Rebbe said those words in the Fabrengen, actually, the way I remember it. It's a Maisimit. It's a long time ago, but that's how I remember it. That Yechida, although in so many ways, is etzem, but Yechida is etzem in a way that has some kind of a metzias. And Yachid is the etzem of the neshama that its metzias is abish. That if it has a metzias, its metzias is abish. So the Rebbe here argues that even Yechida has a relationship with the Eivishter, which has a form. Because although Yechid is Etzim HaNeshama, it's the Etzim HaNeshama, which is the Matthias of the Etzim HaNeshama, which is connected to the Nitzutz Boire, which is beyond Matthias. We recently learned my mother, I'm, it's not fair to you if you're listening to my mother, Basi Lagani, because you're not a regular student of my mother, but in Tavshin Lama Dalad, we had a mother, several my mother, where the Rebbe talked to, touched on the difference between Yechid and Yochid. That Yechidi you could call high. And Yachid is if I remember correctly. But in any case, let's go back to this Maimon. The Rebbe says, even Yechidi is still Yeloyim. Even Yechidi is still expression of the Neshama. And if Yechidi is still expression of the Neshama, the relationship with the Abish to which elicit is also going to be a limited relationship. And if the relationship with the Abish that elicits is going to be a limited relationship, so the Yid is not going to be in the Madrega of Even Yechidi is a name. And then say, Graib, the Rebbe adds Vagila. It's considered an expression or a form of the Neshamo. Like it says in the Medrash Hamish, Hashem is Nikro, the Neshamo has five levels Nefesh, Ruach, Neshamo, Chaya, Yechid. And I'm sure you know that in the Medrash, in some gears, it says Yechida Chaya. Nefesh, Ruach, Neshamo, Yechida Chaya. But Arabeim, Argetis, Chaya, Yechida. And there's a very beautiful discussion on the five levels of the Neshamo in the last Maimorim of the Rebbe Rashab. The Maimor before. They just go to my mother, which the Rebbe said, I'm put him. And then the Shabbos before that, which I think was Tetzaveh, those two Maimorim are on Nefesh, Ruch, Neshama, Chayechida. It's a very beautiful expose. And the Rebbe repeated those Maimorim, said those Maimorim, and his gifts said 50 years later in Tavshin Lamed. I'm just offering you GE, general, GI, general information. But be that as it may, the Neshama has five names. And if it has five names, the Neshama itself is above all five names. Even Yechid is only a name and a form that expresses what the Neshama is. It's not the Etzim HaNeshama. Etzim HaNeshama means the Neshama is by itself. The Neshama is by itself. It's literally which is called the Nitzvah Tzbeli. And the idea that a person reveals. Or Nekudah where their fear is based on their relationship, and their relationship is with literally with Atzimus. And the wording of the Alter Rebbe Middich is only Mithad Atzim HaNeshama, from the Neshama level of Etzim. And therefore, Vezehu, there's a parallel between the Eibishter's Eitzer and the human Eitzer. The Eibishter's Eitzer comes out 
in times of Malchama, in times of Midas and Itzachan by the Eibishter, and the Yid's Oitzesh, Yid HaShamayim, is connected to revealing the Pintel of the Nisham. And therefore, Masha, Masha Yid Azu, the Yid's revealing his Oitzer and his Yid on the level of Pintel is Magaz, but Smusa, Yid's Barach touches the Eibishter, the Eibishter is by himself, the so called source of the Eibishter's Oitzer. And also, if Bezid explained earlier, Shayid is the fear called is coming from the very etzem of the neshama and it's relating to the very etzem of the Abishta, the fear, which you can't really call I'm afraid of. It's more an awe, a sense of earnestness in relationship with the Abishta is Atmos. The Islam is case. The Abishta by himself has no representation in any form, not even a letter or a crown of a letter. The Kivan Shayid is since in the person this year it comes in the level of the neshama called etzim, which is higher than all five levels of nefesh, ruch, neshama, chaya, yechida, l'cheini, megas, l'mayla, therefore on high, it's above the four levels of da'al, the shema, vaya, and even the keitze, shel, yud. That the keitze, shel, yud is representative of yechida in this model, but keitze, shel, yud is not an os, but it's a keitz. It's not a two-dimensional letter, but it's a single-dimensional line. And therefore, it's not yet etzir, shel, which is connected to Eitzesh or Yerushalayim, whether the Eitzesh Yerushalayim is the cause and Eitzesh Shalmaila is the effect, or Eitzesh Shalmaila is the cause and Eitzesh Yerushalayim is the effect, that has to do with Etzem, which is above Yechida, and Lamaila is above the Eitzesh Shalyud, which is Magas, but Musa Yisbarach. And Gilu Bechinezu is Bishvil Anitzach, revealing the Eitzesh Shalmaila, the power that the Abishta has, that he has to win at all costs, and he pulls out all the stops. When he's fighting Melchamas Nitzach, which plays out in Yidin, in revealing the Oitzesh Yerushmai within a Yid to, to be dedicated to the Abish without any bounds, is brought out when there's a war. That's how it works, when there's a war. Because Midas HaNitzach Bechlau comes out when there's challenge and when there's adversity. And the greater the challenge, the greater the adversity, the greater the likelihood of the revelation of the Etzim HaNeshama. And when there is a test, that goes to the very core, to the very essence of what a person is, and they have to fight it off, it reveals their Midas HaNetzach, which accesses the Eitzel Shirashmaim, which is in a person, which is the parallel of the Eitzel Shalamailam. And that's the point of Tzitkas Pirzeinai Itzoka Shapizron. The Eibishter gives us access to his process, to his generosity, that's going to be revealed in the Eifin, that it comes all the way down to Achtuv, Li Yisrael. But its beginning is the Eitzel Shalamaylo, and what elicits it, what triggers it, is the Eitzel Shayla Shamayim within a person. We continue, we read it again, Vegil is Bechinna Zuhi, the revelation of this level is Bechil on Itzachan for the sake of victory, which is Aveda, Bemisiris Nefesh, Bepeil. This victory has to do with Bemisiris Nefesh, Bepeil. After this, Menachim is Hamalchoma, the war is won. And you have to have that kind of determination. And that determination is, is powered by the Abish's Eitzet and is also powered by the human Eitzet Shayyid Says the Rebbe Vizuhi and Nasinas Kech, Kalachat Vechat Miesha. This is a Kech that the Abish gives us. The Abish's Eitzet fortifies the manifesting of our Eitzet. As it says in the Gemara, Kadish Baruch Eitzet, when you have a challenge, the Abish helps. It allows a person to win his wars. Now we don't say Bechayim every day later, we have a Shabbos not just on Shabbos. But other than that, we have to say Bechayim every day later, we have a Shabbos not just on Shabbos. To be sure, Shabbos is not a time of Mechama. But a Yid in his regular life has to fight a battle. And that battle has degrees. But when you're living in Soviet Russia, 
and you're incredibly challenged. But there's a Yid in America doing a mitzvah, which motivates you to do your mitzvah, and you do your mitzvah with Mesidus Nefesh. That Mesidus Nefesh reveals the Eitzel Shal Yiddish Maim in a person, and it touches and is touched by the Eitzel Shal Amayla. The power of complete dedication to Hashem on the level of self-sacrifice. Like you have in the Maimedin from Tzivis Hashem. That soldiers are not just ready for Kabbalah sale. That's an Evid. Soldiers are ready for Mesiris Nefesh, as you'll see in a moment. Which is a mile, and we did it both ground and image and limit. calculations. Just like in the case of a person who's Mavaz, basis eight as he dispenses of his treasure. Because of the Mesiris Nefesh, it's impossible. She asked her that he should make a consideration. In Levazves, her eight says, Avod Indian plainly whether this particular purpose, rather the particular endeavor, is worth the dispensing of treasure. Or it's not worth the dispensing of treasure when the decision is made to distribute the treasure on a level of eight it's bisbus. You give it up whatever you need it. There's no limitations on the dispensation, on the giving of out of the bekech of the eight shalomailo, because it's a circumstance of Nitzach. That the reality of war is as follows. That yes, they're very intelligent people. They're experts at tactics of war. That's they study war. They study techniques. They study tactics. They study approaches. They study um, odds. They study advantages and so on. And they are going to set the course. The, the officers. And yes, there are soldiers that don't know at all the depth of the wisdom that's involved in tactics of war. And they're not allowed to. And if they know and it stands in the way of their ability to fight, they're going to risk their lives and the lives of all their friends. They have to approach the war with what's called discipline. You trust your, your officers. The most important thing in a war is discipline, is doing what you're told. They serve their masters loyally and with complete self-sacrifice. And yet, even though they understand little, the actual conquest, the actual victory belongs to the common soldier. Who fight the war with great self-sacrifice. They are the victors. And that's how it is that the common soldier fights and wins. And the bizbas are eitzes, although it's given to the generals, it's ultimately for them. The same is true spiritually. That there is a Rebbe, who's been given the Eventesh of Kesedah He's been given the Eitzesh Yerushalmayim. He's been given the Eitzesh Yerushalmayim. And he sets a course for his Chassidim, for his Talmidim, for his Shluchim, and specifically the Eden in Russia, as the Rebbe was talking about them this year, it's 60 years ago. The ones winning this war is it's the soldiers. That the fear of heaven touches their heart. This is a Lashna Pasuk. is a Pasuk. Oh, it's not a Pasuk. He's been trying to save from Tafresh Beitesu, but Nisman Shamar 96. It's based on a Pasuk. It's a Pasuk. And he's going to say in a few lines down that the reason it says Lev is because Lev is closer to Etzem than Mayach is. So azoy, the Eitzer belongs to the Melech. And the Eitzer is given to the general for the sake of the common soldier. The common soldier uses this Eitzer, this power, which includes Eitzer Shalmaila, and the Eitzer Shalmayim, which is aroused in times of Mesir Nefesh, to win the war. So the Rebbe says, 
The fact that the Fidi Rebbe writes that Nitzachan Amochomo, the Anshir Chayal Dafkin, the common soldier is the one who wins the war and not the generals. And the implication, of course, is that the generals, because they're so smart and their brains get in the way, it will interfere with the manifesting of that kind of will and that kind of determination. So the Rebbe says, it doesn't have to be that way. It's possible that even the generals should elicit that kind of power. So the Rebbe continues, on page Tzadike, it's one line below the number 19, if you look at my pencil in the text. It doesn't mean to say that to negate the possibility of the highest officers who are engaged in the tactics of war, that they shouldn't have this oitzer. But rather, that although they're intelligent and they're tacticians and they're planners, still, when the war actually is taking place, although the planning may be done with a reasonable uh, measure, when the war actually begins and the bullets start to fly, now you need to have Nitzach. You have to have victory and you have to finish, and you have to be very determined and not let any consideration stand in the way of that determination. So it's it's not because of their intelligence. It's not even about ideas above their intellect, but it has some kind of a form and an expression from the premius of the neshama, from the etzim of the neshama. They too need to draw from within inside themselves the strength of Mesidus Nefesh, like common soldiers. And that Mesidus Nefesh, like common soldier, is the only way to fight a war. You need to have a single-mindedness, which is in a way simple or simplistic, and see it through. Now you'll be the brightest guy in the world. But when the war is taking place, your approach changes from being reasonable to being determined. Like a kids in Yeshiva were talking about the situation now in Eretz Yisrael. Hashem Yerachim. And um, one of them said, we need somebody really smart. I said, oh no, we need someone really stupid. We need someone very determined who understands the meaning of the word finish. You start, you finish. The brightest guy in the world needs to approach this battle on a level of a serious nefesh like a simple soldier. that through this, even their avayda, which is mitad etzem neshama for the very essence of the neshama shalamaylo b'chinas agiluim, which is above every kind of form, and when they also serve the eibishter from that level of yochel, which is higher than yechida, they're also using the same oitzes yereshamayim that the common soldier is using. Shaaz nicholam gam heim. So then, even the big generals are included in achayel asher yereshavayet naga balibam, the soldier who fear of heaven has touched his heart. And of course, the emphasis is on you're talking about a level of Yira, which is above any kind of form. I, why did it say Nagabalibam? The heart is a form. Nagabalibam, that it touches their heart. Nagabahem? Nagam? Nagabalibam, the heart is a form. So the Rebbe answers, which is about every kind of form, including the form of Yechides, is the heart, not in the mind. This is a discussion for a different time in a different place, but you had this in the Maimorim, in the Rishonim, this is Machlekes, where the Nishama presides, right? In the brain or in the heart. If I'm not mistaken, the Rasag says, Dafke in the heart. And Hasidus says both. If you learn the Maimorim of Beis Nissen, Tavshin Memches, the Sicha. So um, the classic idea is that the Nishama is in the brain, and the Nishama distributes life to all the different parts of the body, Moyach, Leiv, covered like you have in Tanya, in Pedic Nunalaf, and so on. But in that Pedic, he brings the Lashon from the Rambam that Melech is Libam, it's not the brain, it's the heart. 
And the Rebbe explains the difference that the brain accounts for life, which is distinctive. There's a different kind of life for the brain, a different kind of life for the torso, for the chagast, a different kind of life for the pelvis, for the rehi, and so forth. But dam is save of heilach, blood is the same whether it's in the brain or it's in the foot it's the same chayis, it's the same brain same blood and that's misyachas to lev and therefore lev when he talks about melech that's a higher idea it's an atzmizdik idea than the idea that liba, that melech is so the word lev is used here not to connote a form but to connote a universality that the whole blood is the same because it goes to the very, very etzem, and therefore Yiddish Shemayim, which is the Madreg of Eitzit, is called Nagal Alibam. human king on earth. When the time of war comes and there's a need for victory, and as we keep on saying, as it says in the Basilegani, when it's a Muhammad's Nitach in Mavaz, the king dispenses of his treasure. He gives them to the common soldiers. To be victorious in the war, that a yid is fighting for the coming of Mashiach Tzidkenu, for the Galas of Malach Hamashiach, and for all other good things. This is the time that the treasure is revealed and dispensed. In other words, not just the Mesiris Nefesh arouses in us the Eitzesh Yerushamayim, but the circumstance that arouses in us the Eitzesh Yerushamayim also triggers the Eitzesh Shalmayla. V'neitzach zu b'nyin Yerushalayim. V'neisnim. V'natzeyach hasam ha'chama peis. Come on to Eitzel Elin Shalmayla to win this where we open up the supernal treasure. V'bechinnes gil, which is the Ma'abachinnes gil. V'neisnim is always all given to the Jewish people. Sh'adeizim is gala Eitzesh Yerushamayim shabahem. And reveal the treasure trove of Yiru, which is in the Neshamas Yid. Heart. So this is the question. Which comes first? Lamailo or Lamata? So he says it both ways. First he says that the Abishter is Midasanitzach. This Megala, his Eitzah, which triggers our Eitzah. It's also true Mumata, Lamailo, Shadei, she is all aimed in the Messiah's Nefesh, didn't have a Messiah's Nefesh. And they arouse within themselves the Eitzah, Shida Shamai, Yemim Eidim, it's Eitzah, Shida Shamai, that they have within inside themselves. One spirit triggers another spirit, which is which is reciprocally opened up. And the pashtas, they both happen at the same time. And not the pashtas, sometimes it goes like this and sometimes it goes like this. But the key is that the Tzaka Asa Kaddish Baruch Shapizron is the basis for Tzaka Asa Baruch Shapizron. The Tzadis, the Golas, reveals the Eitzah Shayyidah and the Tzadis, the Golas, reveals the Eitzah Shalomailo, and the Yid in America helps that by being Frum, by being Elach, by learning Tain and doing Mitzvahs, which triggers the Messiah's Nefesh of Yid in Russia. That's Magal, the Eitzah Ha'elian, but the Eitzah Ha'elian doesn't remain in the state of Messiah's Nefesh, and he finishes. Yiftach Havaya Lecho Setzariya Teva, Hashem opens up his good treasure. Which is Messiah Asa Bavidosom and helps them in their work, to win the war which requires the determination and the will and uh stick to itness to not stop for anybody or anything under any conditions until the war is won finally. Because if you win the war finally, you don't have to fight a second time. Otherwise you're fighting and fighting and fighting. Says the Helikarebe, the Aitzer Shell Milo, which either is the cause of the revelation of the Aitzer Shell Yirashabai. Or the effect of the revelation that Eitz Hashir Hashemayim helps us win the war, but it doesn't end then. The Nimshach Gamli Gashmis comes on physically. She Nimshach Rav Tuvah lebeis Yisrael abundant good with the new Tuvah Melupin view into the Jewish people. The Matam Asadat Fachim betayvanir van Nigla. So that 
the Eitzah Shalomayla is not only a pintale, an akuda of Mesedes Nefesh, the Eitzah Shalomayla starts out as a pintale, and it culminates in you seeing Prozis Teichim Yerushalayim in every aspect of the, the world, in every aspect of the life of the Yid. Begashmis, you see Bracha and Gili, because when it comes from such a high place, it manifests so generously and so abundantly all the way to the lowest Madregas. These four pages are the prefix to the Maimir, which the Rebbe said, Shabbos, Pashas B'Shalach, Yud Al-Shvat, Tov Shin Chavdalet, and then it starts, Yuv is a Berat Yeser, Behegdim, Avur Ba Maimir, Shinit L'Yemai Lul, and he starts saying, Basilagani Echesikhal, and the Rebbe Kvayochel Chazed, who said the Maimir, which he said the night before, for the second time, and that night by the Big Faberin, and the Rebbe said it a third time. So we went there, so I finished this Maimir here at the Chasana. It's now the next morning, I don't know if you can see the change of the lighting. But I'm just going to finish the way I started. This Maimir is a schus for my niece, Chaya Mushka Bas Kirena, and her chosen, my now nephew, Meir Halevi Ben Leia. They should have a Hatzlacha Dikin Lebem. Ois Cheshben Efazich Hatzlacha Dikin Lebem. And the Bria the next year, we're back in New York. Mr. Shabbat.